All right, I've locked in the coordinates for comedy. We're on a rocket ship on the way to hilarity, and we're making a brief detour at whimsical farsitude. The question of the day is... Yeah? You open your front door, like, totally hypothetical, and there's a dead fetus with a $100 bill in its mouth. Do you take the $100 bill and then call the cops? Or do you just throw the baby out? What do you do? What you do is you pick up that phone, and when it says 911, what's your emergency? You say, the aristocrats! And then you hang up. Pot burglars? Yeah. Sorry, Matt, I don't know if I introduced you correctly, but you've probably spoken before. This is Andy, my roommate. He's a yeah. We, we've, we've done been this on rodeo. together. Yeah. We have done this rodeo. Yeah, we we know this 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 badger and pony show. Yeah. Um, Andy is really in the mood to talk about pilgrims today that I've noticed just based on my early interactions with him this morning. Yeah, today is a lot about pilgrims. In what way? Well, I've decided my penis is a pilgrim. Okay. Can you elaborate we, on that? We just had a pilgrimage. With all of our penises to the coffee pot. And like, oh. Yeah, you, me, Ben, and our yeah. roommate Chad did we, just walk to the kitchen. Yeah. And you did choose to classify that brief journey as a penis pilgrimage. It was. Um, Wait a minute. Are, are you are you classifying yourself as the penis? Like all was moving, our dicks were moving too. <laughs> if you think about it, right. it's always true. Yeah, you know. But 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 that brings up the question: Are we? Our genitalia, like, are we just, are we just walking sex factories until we meet with the right general manager foreman who can make us go babies? Listen, sweetheart, all I know is that penis and pilgrim were meant to go together today. <laughs> yeah. And that I mean, they do start with the letter B. That's, that's automata penis. I, you were talking a little bit, Andy, about, uh, some sort of like costume rig out. To make your yeah. penis resemble a pilgrim. I want a black hat with a brass buckle on my penis somehow for the penis pilgrim. <laughs> when you said that before, I actually didn't understand what you meant. But I'm understanding now you're talking about like a traditional pilgrim tall yeah, black hat yeah. with like a belt around it. Would you put it on, like, on a ship to go to America? Mm-hmm. Like the pilgrim? I'd call it the gay flower, right? Um... We could make it. We could go to Massachusetts. I'm sorry. I feel like you're blowing right past my really, really good a gay flower. My, yeah, it's my gay Thanksgiving joke. Oh, okay. I get it because it's like the Mayflower, but not. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's a maxi moron, just like you. Huh? What is that? <laughs> well, okay, is... Wait, hold on. This is great because we just whenever Matt says something like that, we just completely blow past. Yeah, it we we basically we... like we're, we're used to it at this point. Oh no. Yeah, they don't respond to Homestar Runner jokes anymore. Oh my god, yeah. Plymouth Rock. Yeah, they're they're Plymouth Cock. Plymouth Cock, there you go. Plymouth Rock. We're a real brain trust here (laughs) of Thanksgiving dick jokes, huh? Yeah, it's like um God, we should like cook a turkey today for Christ's sake. Just well I know you want that. Plymouth Rock with my rock hard cock. Uh-huh. I'm trying to Kim create like um, um what's the sexy Chinese... Thanksgiving poem? Yeah, what's the Chinese poems? <laughs> uh, haiku. I... <laughs> Wait, I, I'm not. I'm not even gonna nitpick that. I want somebody to make a haiku for me because I'm too hungover and it has to involve Plymouth Rock and a penis and a pilgrim.
and my brass buckle. Well, that's our listeners' homework assignment for the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something, something, some thing about the fisherman. Zwei. You, you are not. Something. You, you're disqualified as a member of the podcast. You cannot enter this contest. But anyone who tweets five seven anyone five, who tweets at game burglars a haiku about Thanksgiving and penises, uh, I'm sure Andy will will really enjoy that and maybe retweet it from his exclusive secret Twitter account that we run on his behalf. Yeah, girl. So what are you what are you doing today? Well, I'm gonna heavily contemplate my like new penis identity. <laughs> right, that's gonna be at least six pilgrim. hours. And I'm yeah, that's so, a, that, you're set till three p.m. with that. And I'm gonna sh- um, I'm gonna eat a sandwich probably, mm-hmm. and two of my hags are gonna come over, and we're gonna smoke, and I'll probably have to break it to them that my penis is a pilgrim. <laughs> I, I don't see how that's relevant to your relationship. Well, your I like friends. to let them know about the groin, groin and news. <laughs> what what goes on with the groin? Do they do they want that? Do they want the news on my groin? Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't really have time to think about what they want <laughs> because I'm really <laughs> focused. I'm very I, focused. They keep coming over, so obviously they're yeah. Right they're, with it. This is their favorite number one news source. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, geez. Um. Andy, we've been we we lived together a long time. I think before we realized that what? we we both have a mutual affection for uh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, is that where we're going with this shit? Yeah, so let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, I'm Colonel Ty. Okay. And Nick is Tom Zarek, because he's a fucking piece of shit who should have been dead a long time ago. (laughs) And he is a terrorist in his own right. He's a terrorist of this house, of, um, you know... Piece of shit. Ben. <laughs> Sorry. Ben's headphones fell out and, shit. and he didn't like that. Yeah. And um and I'm I run this house like Colonel Ty. You even, definitely do. Even though I want to be Laura Roslin. And I hope to evolve into that like archetype. And I think it's really big of you that you can distinguish between the character you want to be, that you wish you were, yeah. and the character that you really are. Because yeah. we all want to think of ourselves as Laura Roslin, I think. But oh yeah. You see yourself as the Ty you are. Yeah. Ben, have you seen? I'm. Oh, I'm are you someone? I'm Warp. <laughs> Warp. Who the fuck is that? That's a Star Trek. He's um, the the guy with the big forehead. When the moon hits your eye, like a big Enterprise, that's a Star Trek. <laughs> no, I am not talking about any Star Trek shit. It's the same thing. Potato, potato, potatoes. I don't think I agree, Matt. Matt, have you seen the 2003 reboot miniseries and complete series of Battlestar Galactica? I'm pretty sure I have. Isn't that the one where uh, the, <laughs> I'm shaking? The, the robot is an alien, <laughs> wow. and there's three choices at the end, and Justin Bieber makes you go through the green portal, and then all humans are also robots, and Garrus is there. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Um, yeah. That last season really went off the rails. Mm-hmm. That was a Mass Effect uh, 3 joke. Andy's looking at me real confused. Have and I gotta... you ever, by chance, run into a homeless person who says, put semen in that baby's mouth? <laughs> have you run into that man? No. No. Oh, okay. Ben doesn't spend that much time in the city. Can you back away from the mic a little bit? Oh, okay. It's okay. It'll pick you up. Well, I just want to let you know. You may run into him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did this happen to you? Because you're, is this a story or a warning? <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened in Santa Barbara many moons ago. Okay, so we're probably not going to see him. <laughs> okay, I just want to Unless he's let following you, Andy around. I just wanted to let you guys know. Unless it's some sort of, there like, is a, broader there, Southern California curse. There is a man walking the street.
Presumably for medical reasons, not sexually. I don't know, is but he, we, is, well, we already know. have a dead baby with a $100 bill. It's, well, technically it's a fetus. I don't well, I mean, it, there's a lot of reproductive rights issues that we, we covered in season listen, one of this podcast. I don't feel like we need to go back over them on whether or not a fetus is a baby. But $100 is $100. That's true. In that dead baby's mouth. <laughs> well, what's your answer, first of all? Because you you, oh, I'm sorry, you invented do. this, right? This is an Andy Sand original hypothetical. Oh, I would take the $100 bill and then I'd like embalm the baby and like keep it. That would cost at least $150. <laughs> oh, so then I'll like pickle it okay. and put it in vinegar. <laughs> Easy. There. I will pickle her and sell her to some like Korean gang member. In Korea. <laughs> Again, I feel like... And he'll the, buy it. The <laughs> amount of money it would cost you to accomplish Vinegar. his plans. Well, but and then he'll make back the money Korea. after selling it. Finding and but locating, like a- gaining access to these Korean gangs, which I'm not 100% Internet. sure exist. Yeah, but you gotta ship it. I'm feeling It's like, like that famous Hemingway story, for sale, pickled baby, never used. Pickled baby sold by, like, Pilgrim Dick. It's just six words. <laughs> like if that's sold. not Craigslist listing like, that Andy's yeah, making today. If that's not pickled like, baby sold by pilgrim dick. What yeah, is this if called? that's not like ugh, that's not I'm a fucking you know that's like good. It's <laughs> a good deal. <laughs> I can see why it took you. I mean, off. how much would you charge? Oh dear, you know you already got a hundo, so you could probably yeah eat some of the. Cars I would up. charge a lot, and I don't know if it'd all be money. I'd want to be paid in like interesting. Like what? Prophecies. Paid <laughs> <Kane> in prophecies. <laughs> Isn't that a subtitle for a Kane and Lynch game? Paid in prophecies. Paid in three. Paid in prophecies. I would like a prophecy. So, I Andy, would. But like, what, what kind you, of prophecy? End game like a here. You see a fetus with a hundred dollar bill in its mouth, and you don't think, "Oof, a hundred dollars." You think this is my way to get a prophecy. From a Korean gang member. <laughs> that's your. That's the. That's what you see. You see the opportunity. And I the... think it's fun to pickle things. Okay. I think I'd enjoy it. Have you pickled things? No. So, <laughs> not to not to turn Ben. You look, you look like you want to say something. No, I'm just thinking about how fun it's going to be to edit this. Okay. Would you help me pickle the dead baby? Would you give me part of the prophecy? <laughs> well, I'll let everybody. You can have. It's like a friendship <laughs> bracelet, like a little heart. You can't King Solomon a prophecy. I think you can. That's part you of the You get prophecy. every other letter in it. <laughs> right, but then it's not a whole prophecy. It loses the magic, the zest. It's like a it's like a pizza. If you have a slice of pizza, you don't have a whole pizza. I wonder who dropped off the dead baby with the $100 bill. I mean, and why is... they left the $100 bill in the dead baby's mouth. I think my thinking is that they were like, I know you don't want to have to deal with this. So here's $100. So yeah, here's it's a cleaner cost, sort of. Yeah. You know, get rid of this baby. Oh it's, my like, god. it's like when you bump into someone's car in the parking lot and you leave them a note. Oh my god, you know what would be fucking crazy? Okay, so you know how like fire departments are like a safe surrender? Sure. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Everybody. Where you drop a baby off there? You drop a baby off yeah. and it's like chill they and like to, whatever. Like, take care of it's it. like what if there's just like a fucked up firefighter who like every time there's a safe surrender he just throws it out? <laughs> I don't... Uh, what do you mean what if? <laughs> like I'd like to think that there's someone just throwing You'd it like out to think that. Kind of. Um, so Andy, but how would he muffle the cries? I'm not. <laughs> well, he just gets in earlier than everyone else. No, there's something to this. <laughs> Maybe take the tongue out. Have you considered being oh. like a writer for just any job that Horror would get you out of this movies. apartment more often? <laughs> I go. I go places. Um, 
Let's aim the mouth towards the mic. Hi. Ooh. Give, Sorry, give everyone at home fuck. a jump. You set them up with a scary story, and then the jump scare. <laughs> um, I don't want to change stuff to uh, subjects too drastically, but I do want to talk to you. And this podcast is inadvertently, but it's it's kind of basically about the Mario twins. Um, and I want to sort of get your thoughts. Like, I know that you. Luigi has Asperger's. <laughs> 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 You're free to go. Thank you for your contribution to this. No, um, you, I, you very frequently, I noticed, like more than I would have expected from you, you'll just like, when you're in the mood, you'll just pop in Super Mario 64 and just run around the castle. Uh, what is it about that game that really draws you towards it? I like the controller. You like the <laughs> controller? What I'm about the N64 it? controller. It just works with my like life. Your and, three hands that yeah. you have? <laughs> and I'm like, and it's nostalgic. And I just like simple things. It reminds me of a simpler time. Mm. Um, great answer. <laughs> you spit up a little, but that's okay. We can, we'll cut that out. Uh, Matt, do you have any questions for Andy? Uh, nope, I'm good. Are you sure? Yep. Matt, what have you been up to? Nothing. Thinking I'm about that here. dead baby with a woman. I'm not even real anymore. <laughs> oh. oh, so to catch you up, Andy, Matt, your premonition about him being in the hospital was not totally inaccurate. He has been hospitalized recently. Oh, what happened? I mean, is it hospitalized if you go to the hospital and then go home? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, so what, are you. What I, did they do to you in the hospital? They gave me they gave me drugs and then the drugs didn't work and then they gave me different. Did drugs. they touch you somewhere? And I mean, they have to touch you. It's in the book. Oh, it's in the book. It's in the doctor okay. book. It's it's literally page one of doctor school. And what was your malady, dear? It was it was it was brontosaurus. Chronic boner. Uh, Did you cr- say brontosaurus? Yeah. Chronic boner. I thought he said chronic boner. Okay. And what did you do when they? What what did they do? I mean, you've to seen catch you up, Andy looks super horny goes. right now. Just so you know, just to give you a little color. I'm drooling for this story. Yeah, I mean, it's you know what they say about about thick throats. What? That you know, it's an easy pipeline for soup. Uh-huh. Wait, so just that, might, Andy, you look confused. He Is was he trying. To he say was diagnosed like, with thick throat. <laughs> oh my god! A really chronic case of thick throat. Oh my god! Okay. I'm sorry. And it's it's weird yeah, it was a bummer. that it's an easy pipeline for soup because you imagine that, you know, it kind of closes off yeah. the, the pipeline. Yeah, you think. But actually, the throat pipe just gets so big that it yes. makes the outer throat. A lot of people, a lot it's bigger. a confusing name, but thick throat, you, it makes you think that maybe just the neck widens or maybe there's like a thick mucus to the throat. Really, just the whole zone really opens <laughs> just, up and you got a good 8 to 10 inch diameter depending on how severe your chronic. Your head looks like a pear. I mean, do you think. You, You've got to take care of yourself. You if do. my pilgrim penis, like pilgrims out enough, I'll like ejaculate gravy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the final step. Is and then that you die. like my evolution <laughs> as a pilgrim? Is, is that like? Do you think of when you say evolution? Do you mean because the word is so inexorably tied to Pokemon to me? Do you mean that like a Pokemon way? No, I mean like my penis will like evolve. It's, I mean, it's right, like like it will, it, it, it will it will adapt to its <laughs> surroundings, so it will get a proboscis or segmented eyes. Yeah. So like, you know, like the pilgrims had. Yeah, well, they needed to. It was a very long boat ride. Yeah. They, you can't. It took millions of years. <laughs> yeah, I think I. Wait, oh, the Indians scalped the pilgrims. 
it's not the well, other way around. No. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of, I think it went both ways ultimately, right? It's definitely column A, column B. Because I'm down column for B had guns. scalping. They don't do that anymore. There's, there's a reason. In, oh. Not in the South Bay. Like, no. Who are we going to scalp, though? I mean, how do you think that dead baby got on that stoop? No, we're pickling her. <laughs> but she doesn't come pre-pickled. There's not a service for that yet. I really want to make like the Uber of pickling children. Oh <laughs> my god! But somebody needs to be scalped. I want you guys to think really hard. Well, and so I'm gonna. I think it's time for me to exit. Before you go, oh, what god. got you on this whole pilgrim kick? Because you did have a message you wanted to share with people today about the Indians and. Oh, well, the Shoshone Indians were really wronged, unfortunately. Yeah, Andy, as, as you, in case you couldn't pick it up earlier, he's a big advocate for social issues, and <laughs> yeah. he's really he's really concerned about... No, many, no matter how many dead babies you pickle, the Shoshones will still be sussed out <laughs> by the United States. And all they have is dead horses and mined gold and pumped water that was virgin water. What's virgin water? It's so upsetting that I can't even talk about it. <laughs> wow. It must be fucking horrible then. Cause it's like crazy enough to turn my dick into a pilgrim. Yeah. It must, <laughs> so that's pretty crazy. And, and, but really, the whole reason we invited you here, and this went a little long, I'm sorry, Matt, was to let us know what we should talk about on this week's episode of Pot Burglars. Pot Burglars? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're drug runners. <laughs> it's a great wow. show. <laughs> Like for aspiring drug runners. We're like, we're trying to growth hack drug runners. <laughs> Maybe you could talk about, um, you know, Asian gangs and the torture methods they use. Um, it sounds you, like you know more about that than we do. You could also discuss what if a bunch of insects became a gang. <laughs> I think I like that more. Option B. Option B for sure. I also vote for B. Okay, cool. Matt, do you have a vote? I mean, I... I yes. Uh, All right. Thanks. Great. Thanks for burping really loud right before you leave. <laughs> you were, it was great having you, Andy. You're My always welcome. Team. You're always welcome. I mean, you, you know what they say. Always leave them burping. All right. Show of hands. Who thought of... The pain from Metal Gear Solid 3, but with a bandana. Hold on a sec. I gotta do some... <laughs> Alright, we're good. You were the bug gang all along. <laughs> <laughs> just to, Matt, we were just switching the, the mic back from the sort of omnidirectional mode to the bi-directional mm -hmm. Oh, so should I, should I tell my good joke again? Uh -huh. No, I mean, I think we recorded it, so... It's yeah, so this is all. Yeah, I'm not editing but you, anything. You didn't. You didn't yeah, ben is react just like to gonna fart into MP3s together <laughs> and then throw it on the internet. He's not even gonna line them up. God, what a hellscape that would be. What is it like editing this show? Actually, we've never um, talked about it. Ben edits the show for people who don't know. That's Ben's job. Yeah, it's usually all right. I usually just kind of I take you know ten minutes to sync everything up, download everything, get re everything ready, uh, do some noise cancellation, and then. I'll just put it on in the background and, like, play a game or something. And there's usually not a ton of editing. Today, there definitely won't be any. Um. <laughs> it's funny, because people are going to be like, what joke? Is he making a joke? Because we're only two minutes into the episode. What could he be talking about? Um, yeah, it's it's actually pretty fun, because I, I, I enjoy doing this, so I enjoy hearing it. 
Um, oh, Nick, oh. I know you listen to it a little bit. Yeah, I have a. There's a really interesting phenomenon where every time I record an episode of Pod Burglars, I've paid it. I, I'm like, there's no way no one, anyone would want to listen to this. And then Ben sends me a file that is like somehow listenable, and it, it makes me laugh to hear your jokes and Matt's jokes again. And I always forget them can I, all. Yeah, Matt, do you, can I tell yeah. you something? I this is the only media I'm involved with mm-hmm. where I can listen to myself without cringing and embarrassing. What other? Like I'm the guy who's like who like if I record myself on video, like I can't ever watch oh. that. I can't ever peer review myself. Gotcha. Because I'm nobody. Well, player. we're here to give you a peer review right now. Matt Kessler, Peerless. <laughs> That's right. the name of his stand-up right. special. <laughs> All right. Here's your peer quarterly review. All right. Um, this, you're pretty good. All right. So is that like what? 2%? Like, yes. Yeah, so you get a 2% decrease in your salary. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. 2% decrease. <laughs> Only in America, am I right? Hashtag Obama. My, my review, my peer review for you would be, uh, I want you to get a little, you're not really, more jokes. Like, you're not, you're, you're not trying enough weird stuff, is what I'm, my problem is, is I feel like you're, you're very conservative and you only know the material that you know is a sure thing. I want you, in 2015, I want you to really let yourself get out there and just, just throw caution to the wind. Alright, let me hear this. Okay, beer before liquor. Watch out, it's a truck. It was uh-huh. a trap, because I thought a joke was coming, and there wasn't one, so consider Wait, me... did you say trap or truck? Yes. <laughs> Trout. 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 This is our word association podcast. I mean... Guys, we didn't talk about the bug gangs yet. Laid out the things. <laughs> uh, Matt, you can start. <laughs> Did anyone else think of the pain wearing a bandana? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> he has bees. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of the Fury. Yeah, the Fury. That would be a big bandana. That's just a, basically a blanket. <laughs> it's an American flag just wrapped <laughs> around his head. Yeah. You... It's a fire hazard is what it is. You can't take a bandana into space. <laughs> Does he actually go to space? <laughs> he yeah. did. He came back. When he saw Earth from space, he got really mad. <laughs> Kojima's really good was... at writing. Yeah. <laughs> All That's things. the whole dialogue. I went to space and I went to the moon. And when I looked back at Earth, I got really it's mad. It's really just a mad list of a location <laughs> and then an emotion. When I went to Outer Haven, I got really sad. Yep. <laughs> when I killed the soldiers, I felt bad. <laughs> when I when I went to inside this arm, I got really mad. <laughs> Did you have we? Did you guys know that I haven't played Metal Gear Solid Four? Really? Yeah. You? Yes, I believe you have said that on our Metal Gear cast oh. from the early. I'm probably just too upset. Thoughts. The Metal Gear cast was <laughs> the least fun episode of the show ever. We just all got really. Mad. We were. I mean, we That's just, why I remember I it, that podcast, so and then I got mad. <laughs> I was sitting in Nick's apartment, and I got sad. <laughs> um. Yeah. I fuck that. But we should. You know, what we should do again. I mean, you should, same exact you should at least see that. it. But we have to argue for the other sides. <laughs> oh, Metal Gear Solid 3 is great. Yeah, I love the gameplay, too. And nice how it camo looks. system. I love the boat. Oh, and the camera works so okay. well. I know that we like to joke, but the tanker is fucking great. It's best video game level. Nobody talks shit about the tanker. It's... <laughs> You don't. You don't really have a problem with the tanker. Just say that. No, you don't I don't have, have a problem with the tanker. Just say that you don't, so that no, we can move on. I don't have a problem with the tanker. Good. Stay with me. 
And Sigi is basketball. such a useful radio contact. Most bad, most bad man. What about Fat Man? What about Vamp? How many times do you have to fight Vamp? Like, Listen, okay? It makes perfect sense. You shoot him in the head enough times, and then he falls into the super water. <laughs> oh, yeah. The super water. Okay, we can't start talking about Metal Gear Solid 2. Or 3. Or oh, it's so good. Um, there's a Remember, really... I can't believe that her name's Emma Emmerich. <laughs> Fucking Otacon's stupid, shitty parent. No wonder he called himself Otacon. I'm glad is... she's dead. I'm glad Emma's dead. <laughs> I'm glad she was in love with her brother and then died. And then died. wasn't there a thing where he was, like, super definitely, like, jacking off to his stepmom or something weird? No, no, no. His stepmom seduced him. That is literally what happened. Wait, but isn't his real, that is isn't the reason... his real mom Sniper Wolf or something? What? Game what? No, his real mom is some character. It's like the no, boss. No, you're thinking of... Isn't his mom the no, boss? No, the, the boss no is way. Revolver Ocelot's mom. Oh, I don't know if we know. I, who. I think I think it's heavily implied that Otacon's mom is uh, Fat Man. I think it's I think it's um the guy. What's the fucking guy who's in every game who likes to poop? Uh, Johnny. Um, Johnny. I think it's Johnny. Uh, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Johnny is the Hideo Kojima you know, self insert. As someone who tried to play Peace Walker, I would agree that Hideo Kojima likes to poop. Uh. But you like, of course, you fucking like Peace Walker. No, it's fine. Is there a pooping guy in Ground Zeroes, or did he? Is he saving it? Yeah, for and his name's Hideo Kojima. The main game. <laughs> what are you? What aren't you getting? Oh, I missed that part in the final. It's when they get down to Shadow Moses Big Island. There's a bomb in my Hideo Kojima, and that's the end. The poop in my video game. Uh, Therein lies the rub. A dub dub. I think bug gangs would be really cool. Yeah, like imagine if they were spiders, <laughs> or you had like. There was, like, you know how in a gang there's all sorts of different... Like, there's a dude who's an enforcer, and he'll, like, yeah, be the big tough guy. Yeah. And then there's, like, a, a guy who's smart about driving. Yeah. But, like, the but spider- they're all spiders. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the plot of Mr. Mosquito? They're all one type Wasn't of it- <laughs> I thought Mr. Mosquito was a young a tall, tie-in. skinny spider, a big, strong spider. Those are it. That's it. <laughs> there's <laughs> a bunch of tall ones and a bunch of... No, did you ones. have a... Where, did, where were you going with that? I was like, a spider <laughs> would be a cool driver because he could be driving and also, like, shoot out the window. Yeah. And, like, a mosquito could be there and he could, like, suck the blood out if they needed to, like, get into a door where you had to, like, put your blood on it to activate it. And instead of the holding the steering wheel at 10 and 2, he holds it at 9, 10, 11, 1, 2, 3, 7, and 9. <laughs> You guys, I think we're losing the spirit of the original movie. <laughs> we are. <laughs> this it, we're 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 just workshopping it, right? We're not putting pen to paper yet. This is just spitballing ideas for B movie three, two, three, <laughs> B movie two. Call in the big B heist. Yes. B parenthetical. Two? We we could not get <laughs> Seinfeld back. Sorry. <laughs> But we did get Kramer. We did get Kramer. He's very cheap. He will basically work for free. <laughs> His one stip- he said he would work for free as long as he could drop in at least three racial slurs. Yeah. So That's right. This B-movie is a lot more racist. Play but it's okay because it's bug racism. It is. Yeah. It is better. But it still makes you feel weird. <laughs> he doesn't want any... Uh, He's like... He doesn't want any ladybugs on the team. <laughs> I guess that's budding sex. Oh, look, there's a roach. No, 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 racism. 50 years ago, we'd have you swa- zapped with a bug zapper, he says. 
50 years ago, we had Johnny Cash, Steve Jobs, and spiders. <laughs> now we don't have any of those except the spiders, and it sucks. It does suck. What about the bald guy off Seinfeld? Which one? The main one. Newman? George? Yeah. What about him? What about him? Just what about him in general? He's like, in a Nickelback video that uh, came out like a, a year ago or two. Is that the one with Avril Lavigne? No, it's the one where he's a barista. You're telling he's, me. Okay, check this out. This is 100% real. Yeah. Kramer, no, George is in a video and he's like a barista at the beginning and there's this girl he likes and he's doing all these fancy tricks and then a version of him rides in on a motorcycle with like a cool leather jacket and they have a barista off. A version of George? Yeah, they're both the same actor and they're just having, like one's a cool guy and one's a normal guy and then he gets the girl at the end. Oh, the, just the like normal George does? Yeah, and Nickelback sings about it. It's really, it's really good. It's really good. I'm definitely. I'm gonna write that out and go watch it. I'm, my only concern is like, I guess I'm just confused about like, was it hard for Chad Kroger? Did he have to tune his guitar to make it go? <laughs> <laughs> and also, how did he make a trumpet noise with his guitar? This is my other question. He did that one with his mouth. <clears throat> oh, okay. Thanks for answering. <laughs> He's the real mouth sounds. Do you like you? I'm so. Mouth sounds is cool. Is that what you're? Yeah, I like that. That's a cool record. I had. It is a, it's great. It. I mean, Mouth Silence has the best joke. Which of is both Friends. Albums. The Friends is the best joke, right? But Mouth Sounds, I think, is a more consistently listenable. Mm. Album. I had no idea up until like two months ago that was the same guy who did like Ultimate Showdown, dude. Neil Sisirga, fucking like every other Flash video. He's, he's a He's, he's a one monster. of those, like, dudes who's so prolific that, yeah. like, once you start seeing, like, when you start connecting the dots, you're like, oh, like, like one third of the good shit did. on the internet is from this and guy. And even, like, Pupper, uh, Popper, Puppet Popper, Pop, Puppet Palace with him and, and his sister. Yeah. Um, Brody Quest. Yeah. Like, dude is monstrous. There was a photo set of, like, scholastic-looking children's books but that were all, like, really oh, shit. insults. That was him. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, like, he just makes dope shit all the time. That fool needs it. That's gonna be really... Try like that's a guy for whom there is no past glory to be sad about because he's just always pumping out amazing. I I think what's cool about what he does and what I look up to is that like he's not. It's not like he has like a a weekly the Neil Cicierga show. He just like every time he thinks of a good stupid joke or something, he He fucking makes a thing and then that (laughs) thing exists. And that's like I like that. And then he just vanishes into the night like some sort of comedy bat. Mm -hmm. I would fucking support the shit out of Anil Sisir. I, thought you, I honestly Patreon. thought you said you were going to... You gonna... could have stopped that sentence and said fuck. Yeah, I honestly I'm thought you said fuck. I was going to fuck a comedy Batman. I'm gonna f- I would fuck the shit out of a comedy <laughs> Batman. The only reason I wouldn't fuck normal Batman is because he's too serious. <laughs> yeah. He's very he's grim. scary. Doesn't seem like he's having any fun. Comedy <laughs> Batman. Oh, wait, that's the Joker. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. Oh, man. No, no, don't worry. I think comedy Batman is Joker... Alternate universe where Joker's a good You're guy. Joker plus time equals comedy Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. That was such a Kessler joke. I yeah. felt like bad making it. Oh boy. That's because I mean I in that you, Kessler joke is synonymous with good joke. Uh-huh. Yes, right. that's what I meant. I don't know why I didn't just say good joke. It's so much faster and more accurate. I went to uh I went to the Nintendo World uh Headquarters oh, yeah, Ben in New just York. got back from New York. How'd you like uh, that store? It was cool. It was a little bit smaller than I thought it was, but it was still really cool. <clears throat> they had like a huge amiibo wall, so I bought a Luigi. 
Did they have? Um, were they fully stocked? Did they have everything? Not like fully stocked. They didn't have some of the newer ones, but they had just like dozens of all of the ones that have been out for a little wow. while. That's what weird. about Marth? They didn't have Marth. They didn't have like uh, like Sheik is a new one, right? Yo, I saw a Marth um, one in person though at this Nintendo event. They were showing off uh, Codename Steam. And they mm-hmm. were showing off the Marth Amiibo thing, and I was like, how are they going to do this if you can't get a Marth Amiibo? But yeah. I get... Can we also just talk about... I get the intel... It's because of the intelligence systems connection, but why is it only the Fire Emblem Amiibos that work with Codename Because of the intelligence systems connections, because they made, they made right. Fire Emblem. You figured it out <laughs> right, already. But, you cracked the case. But what about Mario? <laughs> what no, about Mario, him? They didn't make that game. <laughs> it's didn't a, make it's the intelligence systems connection. Me and Mario made Mario. Yo, me and my friend Andrea are doing like we just started a like a weekly, once weekly playthrough of Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. That's an intelligence systems game. I didn't realize that. Huh. Yeah, dude, intelligence systems make everything good. Yeah. So wait, there's intelligence systems. Video games. There's intelligence systems. There, Advance Wars, Fire Emblem. There's Alpha Dream, which is Mario and Luigi. Oh, really? Correct. I think they're a different company. Okay. But are they all just part of Nintendo, or are they all, like, just Japanese studios? I think studios they're second doing... party. Because Intelligent System doesn't make things that aren't for Nintendo. It's not like they're, like, level 5, right. where they're just, like, making shit for iPhones and whatever the fuck they feel like. They're, like, a Nintendo thing. <clears throat> um, level 5 yo, mercenaries. They're loyal to no one. I've been one. meaning to make a video about Codename Steam, but um, that game's really, really cool-seeming. Yeah. It feels very... Like, I remember when that first trailer came out, uh, tell me if you guys reacted this way, but it really seemed, uh, like a really heavily inspired by XCOM. I mean, it seems like a, a comedy equivalent of Valkyria Chronicles, which, let's do it. Yeah, I'll take some Nintendo likeness yeah. with some good, solid turn-based mechanics and a little bit of real-time aiming and yeah. shooting. So it's... Let's do it. It's weird, because there's no... I played it, and, like... There isn't really anything that happens that's real time. Like the aiming and shooting is maybe maybe it is like Valkyria Chronicles because like you do actually aim and shoot, but like 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 can enemies get shot if they move in your in a place where you have line of sight on them when it's if, like, like during their turn during yes, their turn. But you have to so you basically have this steam meter and you can like your let's say you have eight your character has nine steam because of the backpack he's wearing. Mm-hmm. An attack from his gun will cost, like, three steam, and each block of movement costs one steam. And a lot of characters, if they have the right gun out, it's like the last two things on their steam meter, which is nine long, will be highlighted for Overwatch. And if you leave that much when you end the turn, then your character can Overwatch and shoot. Oh, and they okay. straight up call when it Overwatch. Ca- it's funny, too. Because, like, they also do the thing, the very x thing of, like, enemy movement. Um, and this was super surprising to me. The enemy movement, the device I was capturing on was a original 3DS XL, not a new one. And the enemy movement was taking forever because it's actually processing like even for just like an XCOM aliens, you can't see it'll just like point the camera in their general direction oh, weird. and process their movement. And it took what felt like forever. And I asked the representative about it. I'm like, is there any button you can hold down to speed that up? He's like, no, it's because it's processing it, but it is way faster on the new 3DS. <laughs> But still, like that's a lot more Western than yeah. I yeah. Oh, totally, from totally. An intelligent. I mean, even even though like they've said from the beginning that they want to make that like a this is our attempt to make a really cinematic turn based strategy mm-hmm. game. Like like they, I guess they really have been pitching it like this is their their go. It really XCOM. is. It seems like XCOM, but like if if you apply to Advance Wars, 
I can't believe that people had to listen to Andy talk about a fetus to get to this this codename Steam talk. Uh, it's like the Advance Wars approach to strategy games, but for XCOM. Because like I I think that XCOM is actually not super approachable in a lot of ways. I think the tutorial is like kind of okay, but there's so many things in XCOM that I think would be off putting to somebody who isn't like patient and semi like quote unquote hardcore. Like mm-hmm. I I I don't know that. Um, uh, Firaxis games are the easiest to get into, but this game is like so self-explanatory and so well explained, and the rules make so much sense. There's so few interface elements. Yeah, um, it felt I, really cool. I'm really looking forward to it because I picked up Valkyria Chronicles um, and played it for the first time. Uh, yeah, and it's just really overwhelming really? with like the not not in a gameplay sort of sense, but in like a that game is fucking really anime. Once like you, that game is just those- like. Like, really trying to be cutesy, uh, hard, hard, like, I don't know. There's, there's just something about it that the, the, the two, the, the, the feel of the game didn't really fit in with the, the actual gameplay with me a lot. And I just couldn't, I couldn't put myself. Really? I totally, I am absolutely. I think I also have like a really high tolerance for that stuff. Yeah. The part of me that was, that loved Fire Emblem Awakening, like, my brother was the one who told me to play Awakening Mm -hmm. and he, he actually was like, eh, I don't know if you'll like it that much because it's very corny and very anime. But I think there's a part of me that like fucks heavily with like that. Tell me if you know what I mean, Matt, but the type of writing where it's like very tongue in cheek, like semi corny Western writing, like in Fire Emblem, but like it's kind of clever too. Yeah. No, like I, it's, 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 it's like, like cringy it's, in a good way. Does that make sense? I mean, it's, it's like it's going for, obvious jokes it's but it's it's only comes from having like a total mastery of the source material and a very clear under like a very yeah. clear vision for how the translation oh, and, should and look like i bet that game is i bet the japanese translation of fire emblem is similarly a little corny and a lot yeah, yeah. I, I well what's funny is i actually asked about um specifically like is who's handling the localization i asked nintendo because I think Fire Emblem Awakening had my favorite localization of any Nintendo game ever, but that was handled, handled by 8.4. Yeah. Um, this one is done by Treehouse, which is, like, my second favorite for really good I mean, writing, Tree, so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at Animal Crossing. People like that. They sure do. I loved Fire Emblem. I really uh, did. Really looking forward to playing it. I have been playing it on hard, so I'm on Mission 6 because I refuse to let anyone die. And it's just... Is this your, uh, re- like, a second playthrough or something like that? No, 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 first playthrough. You're doing your first playthrough on hard, and you won't let anyone die. And you're not going to finish that game. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard. Hard. I mean, you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying, hard. Like a like a permadeath. Yeah. Yeah, like a permadeath penis. When I played my first Uh, Fire Emblem, it was like uh, GameCube one. Yeah. And uh, oh, I was doing the same sort of thing. I didn't want anyone to die, and then it just. I just got to one mission where it just. I just snapped. I was like, well. Acceptable loss. Like my ver- we're fucked from here. I, I'm on. I'm on mission. I'm on a mission where it's like there are two characters being introduced, and I literally they literally do not have enough movement squares to get out of the way without being murdered. And the entire premise of their introduction was I'm totally being introduced to someone who can save you. Mm-hmm. So that's frustrating for me. It was like anyway. The point is that Fire Emblem was really yeah. really great. My uh, my take on it was I just let motherfuckers die, like, all the goddamn time. It was really bad. I lost so many fucking dudes. I lost, like, nine dudes. <laughs> and my criteria for whether or not I'd let them die was uh, whether or not I liked them as characters based on what I had seen so far. It was very much like I'd restarted if it was somebody I loved, if it was somebody who I 
hadn't who hadn't hooked me in the first ten minutes, they were gonna get killed. I would not want you leading my troop battalion. Well, you just have to make sure he he likes you. Yeah, that's all it takes. This this is this is exactly the problem with the tech culture in California. Oh, I have to make my boss like me so he doesn't send me to my inevitable it's death. The exact problem with tech. Tech culture. Tech. They just tech tech employees are so disposable, literally, like because they'll kill your boss will kill you. Yeah, yeah, your boss will kill you. Yeah, I gotta do some. I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make this codename Steam video today. That's what I'm doing with my Sunday. Um, can you talk about Majora mm-hmm. yet? I can talk. I think what I can talk about is uh, what I what I played at that preview event. Um, and what do you want to know? Is it still bad? Um, it's still the best Zelda game. Next uh, question. You you misspelled Ocarina of Time. Um, with my mouth. I don't even take Link's Awakening. Ew. Or Link to the Past. Ew! Okay, so what don't you like about Majora's Mask? The the time thing. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't think the time mechanic was handled super well, and I think the the quest log was not advanced enough at okay. the time. I love the characters. Really I love the like. I love the look of it. I I don't mind the mask. I love the, I like. I I'm fine with that. Yeah. I like the tone. Like I think by day three that game is sinister in a way that no Nintendo game has ever yeah. been. But um, so. And I like listening to the old lady and trying to finish her story. <laughs> um, so, I think that it fixes a lot of the problems that you're describing. Not all of them, necessarily. Depending on what you see as a problem and what you see as, like, a good thing. The quest log is fucking crazy now. Um, like, everything in it... Every time you meet a character who is part of a quest, it gets added to your bomber's notebook, which is still a thing, except for now your bomber's notebook has, like, this really thoughtfully laid out calendar of all three days that shows you, like, what... Like, there's a timeline, and a part of that timeline will be highlighted for each character in the story to let you know when they're available. Um, and there's also kind of a general map to sort of let you know where they usually hang out. Um, but it doesn't tell you too much. Like, they struck a really careful balance. Um, the Sheikah Stone from Ocarina of Time that would, like, give you a hint when you're stuck, that's back, which is super helpful. Like, I got... Uh, it's been so long since I played the game, and I got... I was playing uh, the the part where you go to the little snow area, and there's some big-ass snowballs there, and I was like, what the fuck do I do? And so I went and watched the hint video, and it was like, go to the bomb shop, you dingus. And I went to the bomb shop. So that was pretty neat. Um, and it, um, does it, does it point out locations of, of people? Or do you still need to discover them? Cause, cause I, I have done a complete all mask yeah. run of Majora's Mask, and I don't know. I mean, I, I was like 12 years old when I played Majora's initially, but I don't know if I could have gotten all those masks without the usable Dude, dude I think Majora's Mask is literally... The original game, as it shipped on the N64, is unplayable without at least one strategy guide. I had two strategy guides for that game for some reason. Um, but now, like, there is a location button you can hit that'll let you know where on the map that person would be. But they're not in your quest log right away. You have to get them in your quest log by talking to them and kind of beginning the quest. Right, right. That that as much makes sense. But it's like, oh, it's like some people appear in Long Live Lance... And the fucking alien invasion, and the some oh, people God. appear in the milk bar, and the the guy with the kitsune mask. Yes, yeah. I forgot about this so much. The, I mean, there's, there's so. There's, I mean, that's been my experience playing it. Is like, mm-hmm. oh my golly, I forgot about like everything in this game. But it's been really, really positive. Yeah. I did, like for example, I tried Woodfall Temple. Um, that's the the first, first one, yeah. Um, with like about a day left to go, mm-hmm. worked my way through it really fast. Got the boss key. And then I had, like, the six minutes left countdown timer. And 
I just straight up uh, ran out of time. Like, I just didn't have time to finish the dungeon, and so, like, I had to play the Song of Time, which brought me back to the beginning of the first day. And just like in the original game, like, I lost my boss key. I lost, uh, like, 160 rupees. Sounds so fun. It's so... What was the but, thing? I thought okay. Best Zelda game ever. Shortcuts? So here's the thing, though. I thought there was something in the I kept the, the bow and arrow kept. that I got in the dungeon, which I needed. So when I walked back in the dungeon, literally all I had to do was shoot the eye... That, like, opens the door. So you only had to do, like, half the things over again. Like, I would say 25% of it over again. And and you were playing the Scarecrow song, correct? So you were doing this on slow time. No, I forgot about that. What? In a minute. Uh, But again, also, like, of course, I I remember... Because the Scarecrow sort of tells you exactly what you need to know to play the Scarecrow song. But it's... It's... Not localized super so well. So he says, like, I, I'm he, pretty in sure. this version, he says, because I did talk to him. Is he in the bomb shop mm-hmm. in the old game? Uh, he, I think he's in the, the He's in the observatory in this one, but I also found him in the bomb shop, which is really weird. I think he's in Okay, well, places. he was like, yeah, there's some song. Let me know if you ever find it, but there's a song. And if you play the first few notes, play each note twice, then you can slow down time. And then if you play it backwards, you can reverse it. What? Spoilers. Um, but then I tried to do that with a song of time, and I didn't. I maybe I didn't do it right, but I couldn't get it to work. So, also, actually, you want to know one of the things that bothers me the most about Majora in person Ocarina? Is I I just sort of feel gypped on content. Like I know that the way the game is designed, it's like there's more environmental puzzle stuff outside of in, dungeons. In which game? And that's how they're making up for it in Majora. Uh-huh. Like that's the thing in, in Ocarina of Time, you had the overworld two. You had past and future, you had three dungeons in one, and six in the next, and then Gans Castle. But in Majora, you, you have the four temples, mm-hmm. and then you fight Majora. I never... It's a different... Uh, it, you need you needed to do the optional content to get the most value. Out yeah, of I mean, like, the, that was the way that I think too. about it is that I, I don't consider, like, helping the townspeople in, in Clock Town to be optional. Like, to me, that's kind of the heart of Majora's Mask, and that's what I'm doing, like... Is I feel like the way I'm approaching it is like, do a temple, then hang out with a bunch of townspeople, and I'm just kind of like doing whatever is on the path that I'm on. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so Ben to your point about losing progress in a dungeon. I think what they could have done was made it so when I rewind time at the end of a dungeon that I've mostly completed, if I got to keep my boss key and keep like, I actually wish I could keep all like the the fairy whatever is the the. You even lose your ammunition. Yeah, you lose you all the money that's arrows. on you if you have it put in the bank. Um, I It's tricky because it's annoying and a bad feeling when that happens. But if that didn't happen and if they took that out, I think people would be outraged because there would be no consequence to the time yeah. limit. And, like, what's dope about Majora's Mask is, like, you are never not hyper aware of, like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I'm going to run out of time if I don't hurry. Like, I mean, that's definitely, like, a design choice. Like, I, I think that it could be... I, I, I don't, like, think Nintendo fucked up by making a game like this. Mm-hmm. I think they very consciously, you know, said this is the kind of game, this is the kind of Zelda game we want to make. <laughs> I went in expecting one thing. It wasn't what I expected, and I didn't enjoy it as much as I probably would have if it was, like, a completely new IP. Yeah. If it was some, like, weird game. I don't think they could have. Time Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> clock Man. Clock Man. Clock well, Boy. Really, he's not Warrior the, of the clock. But really, he's fighting against I, a clock. Moon, moon I remember putting it in in like 
in like Hanukkah of 2000. That was classic. that was the weirdest first night of prayers. I'll tell classic you what. Hanukkah 2000. That's like that's Good top year. ten Hanukkahs Good year of all time. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. I think that like that game was the first of three Nintendo ge- like coming off of Mario 64 <laughs> and Ocarina of Time. Yeah. To go into Majora's Mask and Mario Sunshine and then Wind Waker. Yeah. Like, there was just a lot of, just like... three very divisive yeah. games. And then they came back with, like, Galaxy. Right. Well, then then they had Twilight Princess, which everyone kind of hated. And then they had Galaxy. Uh, you know what? There's been a lot of motherfuckers coming out of the woodwork lately to tell me that they love Twilight Fuck Princess. Those people. That game's, like... That game's alright. Maybe there's something in there that I didn't get to, but I... Yo, this game, it's mature. None of this... Four kids, but Zelda. I enjoyed it games. about as much, honestly, as I enjoyed Majora's. Zelda. Fuck boats. Fuck boats. Fuck wolves. Fuck moons. I just want a temple. I want a Ganon, and I want a sword. Nah, That's all. Give me those two I, things. I I'll want. Be happy. I want a pig man. I want a princess, and I want an instrument. Have any of you guys played uh, Zelda Two? Like the NES Not one, much, no. that game's fucking no. weird. It's the Majora's Mask of the, of the original <laughs> Zelda. Yeah, it's it's not great. It's really different than Zelda. It's like side scroller, right? Yeah. Well, it has like side scrolling parts. It's fucking. It's a weird game to play. I was like trying it out just to see, like, because I had never even touched it. Yeah. I, it's funny. There's actually. I feel like I kind of. Underest- There's a lot that I just learned about the first Zelda. Double Fine um, and Two Player Productions has been doing this series together. It's like they're like let's plays with game developers talking yeah. about games that they love. So like, yeah. there's a really great one um, that is the dude who made Hack and Slash talking about the original Zelda, and he was like talking about old interviews with Miyamoto where like uh, Nintendo was really scared about that game because it was so aimless, and Miyamoto was like, "Well, fucking, I'm gonna make it so you don't even start it with a sword at the beginning." So there, and stuff like that. They also had a really fucking crazy one, which was, it was, um, it was, a, it was Greg Rice and one of the guys who worked on the Lion King game for Genesis, um, and there's a... Because that's the one that's super well animated. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was, the guy who worked on that game, they, t- they talked about Aladdin first and then Lion King, um, but the, this guy only worked... Yes, yes, the, the Virgin Interactive... Uh, and it's but what's crazy is that the developers it was developed by two different teams on two different engines. Oh. The engine was made to look like the Aladdin one, um, but he was talking about like all this crazy shit. Like uh, you should watch the video. But one of the things he talks about is um, that they had actual Disney animators working on the animation of those games, and then they had to kind of turn those into pixel art, which was really fucking hard because they didn't know how to make pixel art. Another thing that's crazy is that the reason that the Lion King game <coughs> ramps in difficulty so horribly, like there's a puzzle where. I think it's some monkeys hanging from trees, and they grab you, and they throw you to each other, and they're, like, grabbing you and throwing you left and right and up and down, and you have to growl at them to make them flip over, and it's this fucking horrible puzzle. Um, that was required to be put in there, because they were really... The, the like, publisher was really, really worried about the blockbuster effect, which was people renting games and never buying them. Mm-hmm. So they had to make the second level of the game so challenging that you could not beat it on a rental in a week. They were forced to do it. It was there was, was like, like literally uh, the last week of development they added that. Did any of you play the Jungle Book game? Uh-uh. Uh, on Super Nintendo? Yeah, the first boss, I had to call the Nintendo hotline because I couldn't figure out how to beat it. And they're like, yeah, you have to hit it like 70 times or something. <laughs> it's probably the same and policy. Yeah, that was probably like a same sort of thing where like it had to be such an accomplishment just to beat the first level where you're like, well, I guess I'm going to buy this game. <laughs> That's I a weird, yeah, like idea. I don't see the... Sorry, what, Matt? <laughs> No, I was just going to say, I love the idea 
that we need difficulty to preserve profit. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like, that idea is like endearing just as an idea, but in practice, it's hard to imagine a human being who's like, well, that was fucked up and really hard. I rented this game that <laughs> I, know, I paid $5. Couldn't get past level two. <laughs> gotta buy this. I gotta just spend in, another 60 on it. <laughs> in their defense, though, I beat Pokemon Snap during a rental. That's That was money <laughs> I stole out of Miyamoto's mouth. <laughs> well, you should you maybe him pickle him after. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I remember getting Pokemon Snap in an N64 for Christmas and beating it on Christmas Day, which is a weird feeling. I did that for Kirby 64 for my birthday. I was so What's mad. The, uh, that I, I deleted my save. <laughs> like out of protest? Four worlds in? No, because then I was like, well, maybe I was doing it wrong. Maybe I need to <laughs> do it better. It's, it, it was not Do you better. not like that game, though? Or do you just... I, I mean, I do. It's it's just... If that game came out today, I think I would be more accepting of it. But at the time, like, used to games like Zelda and Mario 64 feeling massive. Like, Kirby is just like a... is barely a slice of birthday cake. I bought day one Mark. And if that was, like, your one game or oh, yeah. you got for, like, six months. I'm so months, lucky that like... that Christmas I got Pokemon Snap and Beetle Adventure Racing. Because I played Beetle Adventure Racing for fucking years. <laughs> that game's awesome. There's, my mom went and got us an N64 for Christmas. And the dude at the GameStop was like, you should get them Beetle Adventure Racing. And my mom told me that story on Christmas Day. And I was like, oh, that dude was fucking with you. They had, like, too many copies of Beetle Adventure <laughs> Racing. He wasn't. That game's really, really good. Never played it. Anyone who played it will tell you Beetle Adventure Racing is the entire shit. It is, is it better so... or worse than Buck Bumble? Uh, worse music, better game. Okay. And that man at that GameStop was Iwata. <laughs> so, Satoru Iwata. <laughs> the lead designer of Beetleborg Beetle Racing. Beetleborg <laughs> Racing. That'd be a fucking trill game. I'd play that. It was the Christmas Merc or... We should, wins. And Mario comes. We should probably... How long has this been going? Like an hour. <laughs> Do we cut it up into two episodes? The Andy half is, and the real I think, half? Yeah, I think this is going to be an Andy half... And then if we do, like, another little bit of jokes, we'll have another episode. Okay, we got all right. about... So let's... Let's give it, like, three minutes of jokes, just so it's not all video game serious chat. All right, let's start with a good joke. C-Stick uh, on the new 3DS. What is that? Some kind of nipple? Okay, I'm out. Yeah. Matt right. unplugs the mic. <laughs> throws out the window. I got another joke. Fuck, I shouldn't have um, said that. If... Uh, if, if Famicom colors on these buttons. Where do you think we live, Uzbekistan? Get out of here. <laughs> That's the exact type of joke that's, that scares them out of bringing us the new 3DS, Matt. How dare you? Here's a joke. Profit margins on the Wii U. They're pretty good, <laughs> right? I bet they're pretty good. Nintendo I tends to... Those consoles are... I mean, I think the Wii U initially did not sell... At a profit, but I think it is now. Get it, Matt? Matt, is this what it, is this how you go like behave at stand-up shows? Well, actually, <laughs> not all white people walk like that. I actually, <laughs> my grandmother has a cane. I mean, I believe you. That, uh, that I can demonstrate do. right I, now. I do not walk like that. I mean, I mean, some people probably dial on the phone, going boo boo boo, and then licking their finger. But I believe that's not an, an entirely accurate representation, even in a jovial fashion as you made it so wait we're gonna do jokes no i thought this was you know what we haven't done in a while you guys is acting (laughs) 
what we've never done acting on the show. It's all all no. we only had special real guests come by. Fuck jokes. Um. Well, then let's do. Uh, let's do Pod Burglars exclusive. The world premiere of action. <laughs> action. What Ready? are we gonna What are we gonna act? We should act as our ancestors did. You be Mario, and you be Lario, Mario's cousin. Did you say L A R I O? Lario. Lame Mario. Okay. Oh, you mean Luigi? <laughs> you know. That's where Luigi's name comes from. It's a portmanteau of lame and Mario. <laughs> He's the Luigi Mario. Um, all right. All right. Well, it's. Wait, who are you gonna be, Matt? I'll be Dave. Okay. Hey, it's me, Lario. Oh, hold on. Wait, who's Lario, Matt? Assign it again. Hey, you're Mario, and you're Lario. <laughs> okay. You pointed at us. Yeah. Um, and then right. Matt is is it's Dave, Dave from this month's from PlayStation PlayStation Plus free game Woe Dave, available on the PS Vita. <laughs> And PS3. It's the same Woe Dave from Wendy's. Wendy's founder, Dave Thomas. Whoa, Dave Thompson, why did you have to die? <laughs> why did you have that oh, red hair girl, daughter? Whoa, Dave Thomas, why are your hamburgers square? <laughs> this is America. Damn, Dave Thomas, the only thing more square than your hamburgers is you. Is your personality. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh. All right, so All right. Damn, Damn, Dave three, Thomas, two, one, action. Hey, I'm Dave. I. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Mario. I'm the Mario. Mario. Lothario. And I'm interested in who? Who? <laughs> yes. What? It's <laughs> our best skin yet. Why are you? You guys are chilling in Providence. I wanted to see what's up. What are you guys doing? We're just hanging up our clothes. <laughs> oh, here, let me help you guys. Uh, what detergent do you use? None. <laughs> We are environmentally conscious Marios. So, so wait, like how do your clothes get clean then? They tend to not. Oh, well, at least you're honest. Yes, honesty is the best Mario. I thought Lario was the best Mario. Uh, so hey, how's your uh, Mario? How's your cousin? Great, he's right over here. Hey, it's me, Lario. No, no, your your other cousin, Wario. Lucario? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's canon, right? Yes. yes. It's a me, Lucario. You know what, guys? I just, I just noticed, I think it would be easier if me and Ben decided on who was going to be Mario and who was going to be Lario. It's simple, okay? Now that I'm you noticing, be Mario. That, it feels to me like both uh-huh. me and Ben are afraid to, like, 
to commit to being Mario or Lario because we don't want to step on each other's toes, so we're both just both being both. Yeah. Okay. In what way? Like, 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 so you're speaking at the same time. So or something? I'll, on the count of three, we'll say who we're each gonna be. Yeah. One, two, two three. three. Lario. Fuck. Fuck. Happy. Well, <laughs> I, I guess we'll both be Mario. Hey, Mario, how's your cousin? Great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, tell your cousin I said it. Sup? Oh, no. No. <laughs> Why yo, are you here, Dave Thomas, Thomas yo, founder of Wendy's? Wendy's? You guys, it's it's not working out. I see nice chili is available to go frosty. The spicy, the vanilla frosty. (laughs) The frosties are frosting my monetary balls off. The spicy nuggets are not selling. It's doomed. (laughs) I want frosting my monetary balls off. I, I need that. you guys to help Although, me rob I like to Wendy's headquarters. With a little bit of frosty, pop that in my mouth. Get a nice mix of hot and cold. Maybe get some ridged chips. Ridged chips. Ridged chips. Ridged chips. Well, bring it over, pipe and hot. We did it. Yeah, that's one full episode. That's one two-hour-long episode Jeez, of Spots, man. Well, and so almost ben, one Ben, you're the editor, sketch. so I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but the recording's an hour long. Are you going to cut each recording into two 30-minute ones and stretch it out to an hour to make it two hours? Like, time-stretch it so we're pitched the way I down? I think what I'm going to do is take the hour of footage we have and cut it into one tolerable six-minute episode. Interesting. And is that what audio engineers call it? Footage? Yes. Is that what they call it? <laughs> because you audio edit with your feet. Ew. Uh, see you later. Now you get it. Nice having a podcast. Talk to you later. And I'll speak you into a new time to have a special show. And I can make sure to like, comment, and download each of episodes. But don't you dare click rate. Come for dollars because give us give a, us a five star review, all five tombs to subscribe. And with that, we'll just leave you guys with a question: mm-hmm. um, Who was Yoshi's dad? We'll answer that next time on, on Pod, Pod Burglars. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, serial thing.